Said I need somebody willing to get up before dawn, milk cows, work all day in the fields, milk cows again, eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer. My administration will be focused on three very important words. Jobs, jobs, jobs. This man must be a minister, a social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman. And of course he'll have to be a genius because he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. We, the citizens of America, are now joined in a great national effort to rebuild our country and restore its promise for all of our people. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another, or from one party to another. But we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. Hold on to your seats. Buckle up for safety. You are now entering another dimension with The Scott Adams Show. And that's right. My name is Scott Adams. You're listening to The Scott Adams Show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. It is 222 day. It's 222. 222. And in about 20 days, it's going to be another two. That's going to be a little unusual. I just like, it's almost like alliteration in speech, but it's not. It's something different. You don't get 22222 all the time. Once in a life, once, once, it's once in a, once in a whole life, right? So it's worth mentioning. I don't know what to make of it, though. I don't think it means much. But uh, I will tell you what does mean much. It's what uh, the groundhog is going to say today. I don't think we still know. But we're going to find out. It's Groundhog Day as well. So... Uh, we have a um, live feed set up for Punxsutawney Phil I, I, uh, and the Groundhog. I don't know if, what we're going to do with that. We'll see if we can bring it in live. But uh, in any case, there's that. And then we have Officer Wilbur Mora being laid to rest today in New York City. And we saw what a turnout last week uh, for Officer Rivera who uh, had a funeral procession and all the NYPD showed up. Uh, the video was stunning on that. Uh, I didn't know that New York had so many police officers, cops, and um, it was amazing, really. I think it also made a statement. As people are making statements all around the world in their protests and in their school boards, you know, the sad truth about the censorship that's going on today in the spot and the uh, and the ignorance from our leadership. And again, the ignorance from the leadership that goes against the will of the people, but not just the will of the people, the uh, wisdom of the people. You know, I just I find it so insulting that they... Uh, 
the left disrespects the people so uh, so much that they think that they are so much smarter. You know, I've always thought that there was power in numbers. Power in numbers is is sort of key. You know, you can't possibly. You know, what am I? What am I doing wrong if everybody thinks one way and I think another way? What? Maybe there's something wrong with my th- thought process. Not always, but you you gotta respect when a group of you know scientists get together and they come up with conclusions. Like say in the case of Joe Rogan. So the Spotify thing is heating up and getting a little crazy and out of hand. I mean, even Taylor Swift is going to get on it. Graham Nash is going to get on it. You know, all these has-beens. Now, Taylor Swift is not a has-been, but all these has-beens, you almost wonder if they're trying to just get in and be relevant again. You know, for one last time, I could be relevant. I don't know. But it breaks my heart when someone like John Rich tweets out this. He just tweeted this out today. He said he recorded with an A-list player today. Uh, This was yesterday. He recorded with an A-list player today who was fired from one of the biggest artists in country music for not taking the jab. Tears flowed, but in the end, she did She did not know. She did not bow down. Good for her. These country artists market to you, but they ain't you, John Rich says. You'll find out the names soon. Well, that's fighting back. That's John Rich putting it out there. Kudos to John Rich. Sean Penn, though, this is where it's getting a little interesting. Sean Penn, another celebrity, one that I disagree with 100% of the time. Well, I'm going to have to change that figure. It's going to be, have to be 99.9% of the time because I agree with him wholeheartedly on this one. So Sean Penn, the great actor uh, who is as liberal as you know, Mao Zedong, uh, you know, who loves the Chavos family, you know, <laughs> or the uh, drug cartel families. I mean, he's just backwards in every way, politically thinking. But he said this about, uh, and then got himself in trouble. The left is now censoring Sean Penn. Oh, the left is censoring Whoopi Goldberg. She said something stupid again. See, that's the problem with stupid. Is it doesn't it doesn't always go on a one-way street. You know why? Because they're that stupid. They just don't see straight. You know, I mean, my my uh, father and I, I really think his mother uh, taught him this one. You know, um and I, I'll butcher this uh, statement, but it was something about you could always tell a fool by the multitude of their ways. And the other one was, um, you know, uh, someone who talks a lot and says very, very little uh, will basically 
uh, I'll let people know how ignorant they are by the multitude of their words. Uh, that wasn't the phrase, really, but I can't remember it. But the, the point is, is that Whoopi is just an ignoramus. And so she's going to say stuff. So she was basically saying something to the effect that the Holocaust wasn't about racism. It was about humanity. <laughs> well, tell that to the Jews that ended up on a train, go into a gas chamber and being killed without their knowledge. I mean, it's absolutely absurd. But it's probably because, you know, her thinking is probably a result or a reflection of the idea that what the left is doing today in terms of this groupthink and this prosecution of innocent people is not much different than what Hitler did, you know, just look at the people that are um just look at the people that are in jail right now for J6 the J6 people that are in jail right now so there's a uh, a story about J6 where these doors that weighed 20,000 pounds each were magnetically locked shut no one could have opened them somebody had to put in a pin code key to open the doors Aha, uh-huh. and the plot thickens, right? But meanwhile, we have like, what, seven, uh, a lot of people still in jail for the J6. They're just waiting for trial. None of them have been charged with insurrection. It's a big political ruse. And Lindsey Graham basically came out and endorsed the incarceration of these full, uh, of these uh, patriots. These foolish uh politicians Lindsey Graham is on the side of Liz Cheney Lindsey Graham is just such a piece of work I can't believe South Carolinians Linians voted for Lindsey Graham I just can't believe that they've done it but he rigged it on the last one because he he got the South Carolina GOP to shut down the primary in the name of COVID, uh, also he tried to play it off like he was a big supporter of Trump. He hated Trump. Got him on tape hating Trump left and right. But what he did was he held the Senate with extortion over Trump because he knew that Nancy Pelosi was going to get her impeachment. And he said, I have a block of senators who will do everything I say if they want to get Another, their palms greased, right? And I can get them to vote any which way that they I need them to vote. And all we need is X amount of votes. And it would be easy peasy. So you're going to give me everything I want. And I actually would not be surprised if somehow Lindsey Graham coerced Donald Trump to avoid impeachment thanks to Nancy Pelosi. Because she got her impeachment in the House and then it went over to the Senate. And the Senate, in a very polarized, partisan way, to which I'll never forgive any of those people who voted that way because they threw a blind eye to due process. And that is so disrespectful to our Constitution. 
and to the will of the people, it's a, it's a, it's an unforgivable crime. So that goes for Joe Manchin. That goes for cinema. That goes for anybody, and they all did voted for impeachment down party lines. But that goes for people like Mitt Romney, who voted on one of those counts. And that goes for anybody like that. Lindsey Graham knew it would have been political suicide, so he didn't do it. So they had each other between a rock and a hard place. And you'd see them looking like they were friendly. And Trump was pushing Lindsey Graham to get endorse Lindsey Graham for his reelection bid. In exchange, he got to keep his job. And I believe that's the kind of shakedown that went down. It's the only way you can explain the behaviors. And I, I have so much audio tape and video on Lindsey Graham crying over how great Joe Biden is and telling CNN listeners how horrible uh, Donald Trump is. So it's, it, it is what it is. It's the politics in Washington. It's, it's why we're in the place that we're in right now. But nobody likes these mandates. Nobody likes these uh, globalists. Nobody likes the Marxists. Nobody. They're not representative of the people. Trudeau's hiding. Uh, he's calling the truckers, you know, uh, racists. He's calling the truckers and trying to say that they're taking food from the homeless. When, in fact, it was the opposite, that the truckers in Ottawa we're actually delivering food that was in the back of their trucks and giving it to the homeless. It's it's unbelievable what's been going on. You know, and they lie every step of the way. They have a funding bill to where they give discretion to every radical Marxist mayor in Detroit, Atlanta, uh, Boston, Philadelphia, New York City, L.A., week-long crime cities that are allowing our, our our police officers to be murdered in the streets. And, you know, the soft on crime business. And they're basically leaving the money up to their discretion. They're going to give them the money to bail them out for what Black Lives Matter did, which is burn their cities to the ground. And they're giving them the money and they're going to call it so when the Republicans don't vote for it because they know what it is, the left says, well, that would have been $350 billion for you know funding the police. But the Republicans said no because they're so partisan. They block everything. They're bad people. Well, that's not really the way that is. And they're doing it again with uh, some new bills, new legislation, uh, something to do with China. And uh, again, they're porking it up and they're fattening it up to get progressive agenda through. Uh, That's why even in the Trump days, you would see this big omnibus bill and somewhere buried in like, you know, page 100, you know, 10,217. There's a little fine line in print that says, you know, election fraud is, is okay with me. You know, it's that kind of thing. You got to read this, the, the fine print. Nobody has time to read this stuff because they put this stuff out and then they throw it out and they vote on it. That's why we, we are in a total mess right now. 
But Sean Penn, let's get back to that real quick. So Sean Penn's the radical Marxist, but here's what he said that got him in trouble with the radical left that's censoring everybody. I said, I said this, I tweeted this out. I said, this one time Scott Adams agrees with Sean Penn 100%. Actor Sean Penn had words to share about the declining state of masculinity in the West, lamenting that men should not have to become women to show respect for them. And that's true. And I get sick and tired of it. You know, like, uh, you know, when you watch the uh, Sex in the City Reduct, uh, don't ask me why I have to watch it, but sometimes I do. Um, but it's just everybody is, it's like, no, that's not the case. Everybody's not gay in America. Everybody's not trans in America. Give me a break. Where did this come from? Well, I know where it came from. It came from the fact that the Obamas are on the board of Netflix and every series and everything that they produced over at Netflix has to get the seal of approval by the people that were uh, investing in Netflix on their board. Well, how do these politicians that serve the people that are supposed to be sacrificing high pay for service to country become so rich? Wasn't that the way it was supposed to be? It was a sacrifice and it was a duty and an honor to be a civil service worker? No. Now it's a way to get rich quick. And it's terrible. I know he got all that money from that Iranian deal. You know it too. It was an emergent situation. We need $150 billion quick. <laughs> Are we? Do they think we're fools? We got to give it to Iran, who's basically kidnapping our Navy sailors uh, the day before we were to release the money. Like, it's insult to injury. We brought them to their knees real quick when Donald Trump was president. We didn't play any games. We shot, you know, we blew Osama, uh, Soleimani up. And these morons, on, even on the right, these conservatives, I remember when we shot, well, we killed Soleimani with a missile, uh, who was a terrorist. Uh, I remember when we got him, uh, there was conservatives, voices, respected people in Washington who I know, who I've been to parties with. They were on TV, Tucker. They were on Tucker Carlson, believe it or not. And they, they would say Trump is going to have blood on his hands. He's going to, he will have started World War III. I'm not going to mention their names because it's not important. It, the fact that it happens is important. And it's crazy what we're living in. But even Sean Penn is starting to see it. Bill Maher is seeing it. But, you know, what that also says to me is that the tide is changing. And the tide is truly changing. Johns Hopkins just came out with a report. And it's uh, quite interesting. And uh, Johns Hopkins came out with a report that basically says lockdowns had little or no impact on COVID-19 deaths. So then I asked the question, why in the world then are they censoring Joe Rogan 
who had two of the leading scientists say the same thing that they're now figuring out just now. And why am I reading that now the FDA is being pushed to actually uh, do an emergency to get the jab in the arms of six-month toddlers, six-month-old toddlers? Now it's approved for six months to five years. Could that be a whole different way to get another billion dollars into the coffers of Pfizer? And could Pfizer be somehow beholding to a company like BlackRock or Vanguard? And could they be wanting to, you know, indoctrinate our people with their political agenda? Where in the Constitution does it say that your speech is free but with a disclaimer. Where's the disclaimer? I'm, I'm looking for it. I can't find it. There is no disclaimer. It says, depending on what you say. If you say stuff we don't like, then no, maybe not. Maybe it's not free speech anymore. I mean, that's crazy stuff, right? But it's been seeping out, dripping out into the ether for, I would say, 100 years where there's been Marxist influences in Hollywood. That's why there was this unintended consequence of the McCarthy era. And you can go on beyond that. There was too many communists, socialists. They were in Hollywood. And, you know, whoever said that, you know, the, the whole thing about communism was right. You know, you give it an inch and it will actually become a cancer in your society and... Here we are. We're dealing with this cancer. And there are a lot of good thinking people that uh, I know personally that voted for Biden. And you just have to wonder, what in the world are you doing? You're too smart to be that dumb. To be that conned, to to be that snowed. I mean, these are rich people. These are wealthy people that have the big house on the hill that are super smart at math and marketing and ideas that are nice people. And yet they're somehow just hell bent on voting left wing. I don't understand it. I just don't. Because people who are smart have a balance. They, they respect due process. They respect chain of custody. And they respect, you know, there be proof for every answer. And the proof right now in our economy, whether it's the empty shelves or the uh, rabbit inflation or the economic melees that we're in, You know, people want to talk about crime. Biden's going to go up to New York and talk to Eric Adams in the wake of this tragedy of these two officers being killed. And they're going to talk about the wrong damn thing again. And that is so frustrating. Because the answer is right there. You know, we're we're seeing the open border and we're seeing now everybody's coming from Uzbekistan and Syria and... uh, Afghanistan, everywhere, all over the Middle East. I was looking at the Fox News map, you know, all over the world they're coming now. 
They're coming from all over the world for a better life. It's not political asylum anymore. It's economics. It's slave labor imports. They're importing slave labor. They're exploiting the poorest of the poor. But really, it's not even the poorest of the poor. It's those people that could afford that coyote or that plane flight to get to Mexico to then get in here because they can't get in anywhere else. They can't get in through um, Kennedy Airport. They can't get in through LAX, but they can get in through the southern border. That should tell you everything you want to know. Then you got that witch of a woman named Kamala Harris who basically is still looking for the root cause of this whole thing. As if she can't figure it out, that people want more money in their uh, pocket. Right? I mean, I want a, I want an opportunity that uh, Americans have. Never mind the fact that they, when they come in, they're being given money from us. We never approved it. Where? What law? You tell me what law was passed. And I'll tell you that congressman that won't get reelected. There's got to be representation for these decisions. And the only representation I could see is Joe Biden right now with his executive fiats, memorandas, and executive orders. But since he's rigging the elections, where are we? Why doesn't our vote count? Because nobody's voting for this fool. And I would also say that um, Macron, no one's voting for Macron. I mean, half the country maybe. But that shouldn't be, he should not be winning. People are protesting in the streets. It's obvious that they've been wrong. But they want this control because they know that the vaccine passport is a gateway to social credit score systems. And what are social credit score systems? It's a way to control your speech. Just look at, listen to Jen Psaki talking about how much more they must do to censor, to, for big tech and the media to censor. It's unbelievable that they're just saying this in broad daylight. They're not even talking in a closed soiree anymore. And I don't understand how they can get away with it. It doesn't add up. Let's take a listen to uh, what Jen Psaki has to say here. This is, this is really and that's getting... why I created my new platform, mystore.com. We have hundreds of products from amazing entrepreneurs. Well, and to what? celebrate, I... I'm going to put my pillows on mystore.com right now. Oh. You can get my standard. My... <laughs> that was, you know what that was? That was a my pillow commercial. I swear to you, that's so weird. I had uh, my, my feed up for the uh, Groundhog Day. Right, I, which I haven't seen it uh, pop up, and it may have already happened. I thought it was supposed to happen at eight o'clock, but um, so we'll see about that. But in any case, so whatever feed I was pulling from was running a My Pillow commercial, uh, and I un- unmuted my uh, system to play the clip that I want to play for you, and that's that's what I could find what, what the source audio was for that. It's kind of crazy. Sorry about that, folks. Um, but it's live. You know it's live because that that would that would have been edited out in an editing room, right? Um, 
And all right. So, yeah, I wanted to make sure that uh, certain things. We've got a lot going on right now. But let's take a listen to Jen Psaki. It's just unbelievable. All right, let's take a listen. Um, last week, the Surgeon General also was asked uh, on MSNBC about Joe Rogan's vaccine comments uh, on Spotify, and he said that tech companies have an important role to play in stopping misinformation because he, uh, they are the predominant places where misinformation spreads. Um, Spotify is putting out uh, advisory warnings on episodes that have to do with COVID-19. Does the White House and the administration think this is a satisfactory step, or do you uh, do you think that companies like Spotify should go further than just you know putting a label on there to say, hey, go do your own, you know, ch- check this out, you know, there's more research you can look at, you know, scientific research regarding COVID. Sure. Well, last July, I, I, you probably know, but the Surgeon General also took the unprecedented step to issue an advisor on the risk of misinformation in public health, which is a very significant step. And amid that, he talked about the role social media platforms have. So our hope is that all major tech platforms and all major news sources, for that matter, be responsible and be vigilant to ensure the American people have access to accurate information on something as significant as COVID-19. That certainly includes Spotify. So this disclaimer, it's a positive step, but we want every platform to continue doing more to call out mis- and disinformation while also uplifting accurate information. I mean, look at the facts, right? You are 16 times more likely to be hospitalized if you're unvaccinated and 68 times more likely to die than someone who is boosted if you're unvaccinated. That's pretty significant, and we think that is something that unquestionably should be the basis of how people are communicating about it. But ultimately, uh, you know, our view is it's a, it's, a, it's a good step, it's a positive step, but there's more that can be done. Yeah, well, you know, um, that's the statistic they're using today. But Johns Hopkins just came out and, uh, you know, basically came out with a new set of data. Uh, they're finding out that masks just don't work, you know. Um, wow, newsflash. It's better to go outside and get vitamin D from the sun ray than to be in a Petri dish in your house and spread germs all around. It's better to take the mask off and breathe fresh air than it is to have all this bacteria that comes through your teeth and the food that you eat and all this saliva and all the stuff that, you know, to trap that into a Petri dish and allow it to just not not flow out into society. And then there's a new study, too, that says that natural immunity is so much more effective uh, than vaccines. So herd immunity, everybody dismissed uh, and then ivermectin, everybody dismissed that as a horse dewormer. Of course, all these were a pack of lies. Nobody's nobody's getting censored for those remarks. CNN should be shut down then if that if, under the Gensaki role for lying to the American people about ivermectin. And you know what concerns me the most is that you know we all are getting these rapid tests for home. Great, okay. But then when you test positive, uh, what do you do? They tell you to sit there and wait until you get sicker. But when you get sicker, it's too late. You know, Mexico actually had a uh, spike in in, uh, COVID. So they they issued ivermectin to everybody. And they shut down um, the infection in Mexico City like overnight. Because they told everybody to take it. And it's, it's a dollar a pill or something. It's cheap as beans. Peanut, as as Trump would say, it's peanuts. And 
that's what I think we should have done. I think hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin, we should have um, been told to take our zinc and vitamin D. There should have been more more government manufacturing or or coordination with pharmaceutical companies uh, that would basically make a really good ivermectin. No, nonetheless, Dr. Z, Dr. Zelenko, um, they wanted to come on my show, um, and uh, but they wanted to push this pill that's $55 a bottle. And, you know, it's a, the Z, Z-Pack pill, you know, the Dr. Z pill. And it turns out that Dr. Zelenko, although he's probably right about hydroxychloroquine and, and zinc and all that, I know he is, but it's not rocket science either. A lot of people were saying it, but he packaged it up and he's trying to profiteer from it. And that's fine. He can do that. But I'm not going to give him a free commercial and call it an interview. Um, you know, I just, why would I do that? But these people are selling out in every which way you can. You know, the recent article I cited by the person who attended the Trump rally was complaining in part that there wasn't enough senators from across the spectrum of conservative politics that were represented at these Trump rallies. And I think, you know, Trump right now could be just the political cycle that we're in, but Trump is really going to have to expand that tent a little bit. It can't just be Mike Lindell selling pillows. By the way, I mean, if you are going to be doing that, I still stand behind my statement about the mattress. And the pillows, if you put in the code word red state, you get 70% off. And we actually have the MyPillow.com using the code word Red State, but we have a a landing page now. And it's um, MyPillow.com slash Red State. And you go there and you get the maximum discounts that are available to humankind uh, by putting in our, our code Red State. But again, I stand by that statement I made earlier in the week about the mattress. It was uh, from my heart and... And I take my spine very seriously. Um, I'm still wearing a brace and all these things. Um, you know, I still got eight screws in my back and two rods, and I'm still healing, and I still have nerve damage in my legs. And I saw the rehab doctor yesterday. And so, you know, um, I'm going to be going to new therapy starting uh, next week uh, to, to, to walk better, you know, because I don't have a full gait and I can't walk perfectly yet and hopefully i will be able to so but uh that that uh, comment i made about the mattress and again i don't recommend that foam mattress at all i recommend the coil mattress it's more expensive but it's 10 times better um the one thing about the coils and how they can roll it up as foam is there's over a thousand uh, over a thousand foam coils that are like coils, like metal coils. But this uh, this mattress was vacuum packed like you've never seen, and it was incredible the way they packaged it. And uh, I was skeptical. And again, I just think it's the it is the, definitely the best mattress I've ever purchased. Um, and so you know, if you want to get one of those mattresses and help Red State at the same time. I recommend that you get the maximum discount and use the code word Red State for all the products. We ended up getting slippers too, and the slippers were perfect. Um, you know, what's a slipper? <clears throat> but they were really good. 
and uh, we used the pillows as well, and the pillows are great. But uh, I'm not the biggest shill, you know. I'm not the biggest shill for Mike Lindell, and I think you, I've gotten some heat for you know the symposium issue that came out. Uh, I'm not a big Frank speech guy. I don't not big fan of uh, Frank speech. I'm not a big fan of what they're doing over there in a lot of ways. But with regard to the products that they sell, they have very good products. I will give them that. Um, so that's my truth. And so, but the the, um, the other part of it though is Doctor Z. You know, I think that our government should have done a lot more with respect to um, having the scientists put together a really great like supplemental pill, like a like a supplement that you could buy over the counter or get over the counter or or write the you know have the government send it to you whatever but it should have been ivermectin it should have been hydroxychloroquine pack uh you know uh, uh packages you know and you could choose which one you want based on you know evidence and we would have learned so much more and so it's hard to take these people seriously when they're telling you to take a jab and they're they're mandating that, you know, like, for example, I like jazz and blues music. And there's a place called Blues Alley in D.C. And I got off their list. I, I said, I'm done with you. And I wrote them a comment through the constant, constant contact that said other. And I wrote a comment and I said, because of your draconian measures that you're taking, because they, they had this disclaimer that says, if you're going to come, you know, and sign, go to this show, uh, you're going to have to show them a vaccine, um, proof of vaccination, and in accordance with the recommended uh, protocols uh, that are nationwide. Now, it's not a law. They didn't say according to the law. They said according to the nationwide protocols that have been widely accepted. Well, that's, that's baloney. And again, they're just a left-wing operation that's forcing people and, and bowing to uh, the mayor of D.C. and uh, their mandates. But it's not lawful. It's discriminatory. And uh, I got off their list and I told them a thing or two. <clears throat> and I basically made it very, very clear why it is that I'm no longer on their list and probably will never go to another show there again. I'm just so sick and tired of these types of things uh, that are so anti-American. And it's on the right. It's on the left now. You know, I would defend Bill Maher like Voltaire. You know, I don't like what you're saying, but I'll defend to the death the right to say it. Um, the idea is that I, I'm not calling for The View to be shut down or Whoopi Goldberg to be suspended, although she was for saying something really stupid. You know, she made a mistake. She's stupid. You know what I can do? I cannot watch it, right? Which I don't. But I mean, if I was someone that watched it and then was offended by her anti-Semitic statement, you could make the argument it's anti-Semitic. You could. And she claims that she's a Jewish woman, right? Black, she converted to Catholicism, uh, not Catholicism. Um, to, uh, she converted to Judea, Ju Judaism. Um, I think she did, but I, you know, I could be wrong about that. I think she will be Goldberg. Yeah, I think she's Jewish. 
through her parents. But somehow she, she's going to use that and say, I didn't mean to offend. She was basically whitewashing the Holocaust in a, in a way by saying it was humanity, trying to associate Hitler with nationalist populism and white supremacy rather than associate Hitler with racial discrimination and segregation. And there's a difference. It's a subtle difference, but it's a difference. Because the left wing and the Democrats are guilty of segregation with their passports, segregation with their jabs, segregation with their their um, uh, virtue signaling with their masks. Every these people that these fools, these morons that wear their masks outside everywhere. I I went uh, to the gym. Believe it, I can get on a uh, treadmill and, and walk for forty minutes. Uh, holding on to the bars. But um, in any case, I go to the gym. When I walk across the street and I'm seeing all these people with these masks on and through our, the lobby of this building and I see these people with these masks on everywhere, I'm like, take those damn masks off. You know, it's the, the, you're the problem. The, the people wearing the masks are kind of like the problem, in my opinion, because they're allowing the government to win. I never wear a mask unless I have to, unless I absolutely have to. And it's a statement that I make. But this virtual signaling is ridiculous. Now, Arlington is a very radically left-wing city. It just is. D.C. is worse. But, you know, there's nothing I could do about it. I lived in New York City. I lived in Philly. I live in Arlington. It seems like everywhere I go... Uh, it's 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 dominated by liberal views and voters. I can't stand it. I don't know why. You know, ultimately, I want to go to Florida. I think where the land is more red. But the idea is that we got to take these masks off, and now we're finding out that the masks have a point two percent efficacy rating. Point two percent. Think about that for a second. So there's another one. Peter Ducey just destroyed the White House calls for censorship of disinformation on live TV. Let's take a listen. And then speaking of misinformation and the announcement from yesterday, for how long has the administration been spying on people's Facebook profiles looking for vaccine misinformation? Well, that was quite a loaded and inaccurate question, um, which I would refute. Well, Peter, first of all, as you know, we're in, we're in a regular touch with with a range of media outlets. As as let me finish. As we are as we are in regular touch with social media platforms, this is publicly uh, open information. People sharing information online, just as you are all reporting information on your news stations. But- Okay, so these 12 people who you have on a list, 12 individuals, do they know that somebody at the Surgeon General's office is going through their profile? I'm happy to get you the citation of where that comes from. There's no secret list. I will tell you that these are people who are sharing information on public platforms on Facebook, information that is traveling, is inaccurate. Our biggest concern here, and I frankly think it should be your biggest concern, is the number of people who are dying around the country because 
because they're getting misinformation that is leading them to not take a vaccine. Young people, old people, kids, children, this is all being, a lot of them are being impacted by misinformation. The big concern, though, I think, for a lot of people on Facebook is that now this is Big Brother watching you. They're more concerned about that than people dying across the country because of a, a pandemic where misinformation is traveling on social media platforms. Well, that's misinformation that feels unlikely right there to me. If you said. have the data to back that up, I'm happy okay, to discuss it. About things that are on Facebook, I looked this morning. Uh, there are videos of Dr. Fauci from 2020 before anybody had a vaccine, and he is out there saying there's no reason to be walking around with a mask. So is the administration going to contact Facebook and ask them to take that down? Well, first, I think what Dr. Fauci has said himself, who's been quite public out there, is that science evolves, information evolves, and we make that available in a public way to the American people. Exactly. I, I, I have never seen any data to suggest that uh, that the vaccines cause infertility. That is information that is irresponsibly but, traveling. Okay. Just one more. Just one more. About the science evolving, Facebook used to post, uh, used to block people from posting that COVID may have originated for a lab. That is something this president now admits is a possibility. So is there any concern that things you're trying to block or have taken down might someday turn out to be... We don't take anything down. We don't block anything. Facebook and any private sector company makes decisions about what information should be on their platform. Our point is that there is information that is leading to people not taking the vaccine and people are dying as a result. And we have a responsibility as a public health matter to raise that issue. The responsibility we all have, the government, media, platforms, public messengers, to give accurate information. Go ahead. Yeah, that, that last clip was from July 2021. But it's relevant to today. I mean, and she's... There was a lot of misinformation there too, uh, so it's just crazy stuff. You know, they can they they're allowed to be wrong. So the government's allowed to be wrong, and they don't get censored. And under the COVID mandate and restrictions and all the uh, draconian measures that they're doing, they're the only ones that are not get, getting a skip in the step when it comes to payday. They're getting paid every day, and you know, and then we see all around us. Uh, that the politicians that are doing this are not practicing their own, they're not practicing their own uh, guidelines. You know, like Gavin Newsom out in the game, you know, whatever. Speaking of football, um, I wanted to talk about this real quick uh, before I forget. Oh, by the way, the New York police police officer, um, I did mention this, I probably did, but it's worth mentioning again, whose funeral will be today. There's going to be a big turnout in New York City once again, I said that Biden's going to be with Eric Adams and they're going to talk about the wrong thing. They're going to talk about the gun pulling its own trigger rather than, uh, you know, crime and punishment. They're not going to talk about the DA soft on crime. They're not going to talk about punishment. Uh, they're not going to talk about um, uh, funding the police. Uh, they're not going to do the right things. They're going to just focus on how they could take more power away from the American citizens. And that's a problem. Um, it's not the gun. It's the it's the incentive to commit crime. One of the incentives to commit crime is the economics, melees, the inflation, uh, and the uh, you know the poor the poor Biden economy um, right now. 
you know, just because unemployment's down doesn't mean the GDP is up. Doesn't mean that the labor participation rate is up. It's not. They're they're still at June 2020 lows, which is like the worst of the worst. The only people that are getting back to getting jobs are the people getting their old job back. That's it. But the fact of the matter is, is that if you compare this economy with October 2019, before the pandemic, there's no comparison. And that's the, that would be the proper benchmark to compare. This is just basically getting back to, to the worst point of the pandemic. And to talk about the gun rather than talk about the woke DAs and the uh, problems that we're having with punishment and uh, cash bail and all these other things is ridiculous. And, and it's just... Um, it's just virtue signaling. It's platitudes. It's 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 everything that's wrong with politics. Um, I wanted to just talk briefly, uh, real quick, about Tom Brady. Um, you know, th- my take on Tom Brady. Uh, they said they got big. He made an announcement that he's retiring, and he's probably going to get that fifteen million dollar signing bonus. But he didn't mention the Patriots. Um, but, you know, one thing I wanted to say about uh, big-time champions like he is, is, you know, and, and my my favorite champion uh, that I uh, admire is is a, the wrestling coach for Penn State. Uh, his name's Cale Sanderson. And you should look him up, Cale Sanderson. And uh, what they talk about all the time is they talk about gratitude and they talk about the, the uh the case at hand, they talk about the future, but they never talk about the past. You never see them uh, uh, talk, you know, going on their own laurels or, you know, resting on their own achievements uh, because they're living in the moment. I think that's why some of these champions excel so greatly. Um, and I, you know, I, I'm always trying to learn from people that do miraculous and just incredible things. And that's one of them right there. So I wanted to just address that real quick. I had that in my notes, and I wanted to share that. Um, And I think we covered most of it. Uh, I did not see the feed coming from Punxsutawney uh, with regard to the Groundhog Day, so that didn't work out too well. Um, I did want to say that uh, I posted something up from Adam Housley regarding um, an eight-part tweet. Um. And it says this, it says, the context, by now you've all read about the John Hopkins study, peer-reviewed, but there's a massive lack of context. It's all politics. So he did some reporting. The study, lockdowns had little to do, uh, little to no public health effects. They have imposed enormous economic and social costs where they have been adopted. In consequence, lockdown policies are ill-founded and should be rejected as a pandemic. Now, the problem with that, too, is why in the world are they still pushing these vaccine passports? Again, it's a gateway to social credit score systems. And the only way that they could push unconstitutional uh, systems like that is to get private corporations to do their dirty work. That's why we listened to Jen Psaki just now, because she even called Facebook a private company, right? She's hiding behind that. But they control these companies because the politicians say, look, if you don't censor our political enemies, 
we're going to censor you. How do you like those apples? We'll put you out of business. How about that? You know, so they got tough. So, you know, I just, you know, it's, it's gotten out of control. They've used COVID as a weapon. They used it to rig elections. Now they're using it to control speech. They're using it to deplatform people uh, on Spotify. You know, it's, it's all in the name of COVID because the only reason why John, uh, Joe Rogan got in trouble was because of his uh, two interviews. We, we listened to that uh, audio yesterday. I wanted to read a couple of uh, really interesting tweets before we run out of time. And that is, Steve Hilton says, the CDC has confirmed that natural immunity is nearly five times as effective as vaccination. Johns Hopkins study shows it protects for nearly two years. Every single person with natural immunity who was fired for being unvaccinated should be reinstated and compensated now. Rising Serpent writes, it took two years for a bunch of numbnuts at Johns Hopkins to figure out that locking people indoors for, to prevent transmission of a virus that spreads almost exclusively in closed spaces and is killed by sunlight was a horrifically bad idea, right? I mean, that makes perfectly good sense, right? And then Peter Sweden says it's happening. Finland has ne- announced they will be removing all re- restri- restrictions later this month. That's good news for travelers, and hopefully that will include the vaccine mandates. Eric Matheny writes, the media forgave Whoopi went even faster than they did the uh, the Waukesha killer. That's a good point. I would even uh, throw in Roseanne Barr. Remember, she got fired for some sort of a pseudo-racist comment. It was ridiculous. Chris Gore writes, nowadays I just assume that anyone being censored is telling the truth. And also, Keith Swank writes, It's coming to light that J6, that the rotunda doors at the U.S. Capitol, which weigh 20,000 pounds each, had to be opened from the inside. They are secured with a magnet lock and a code. The mean, that means that someone put in the code and opened the doors from the inside. How do you like those apples? And uh, I think we're up to speed. Well, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Scott Adams Show today. Be sure to check out our podcast over at scottadamshow.com. And if you'd like to make a donation and help us out with our America First agenda, pushing that agenda in, a, in, the way, in this election year, go over to magapack.org and make a donation. It's a 501c3 uh, tax-deductible donation that you can make. Um, also, buglecall.org, which is the parent nonprofit organization for that as well. And if you're going to buy some pillows over at MyPillow, use Red State as your promo code. And we'll see you next time on the radio. Bye-bye, everybody. A little deeper, just to bury my kids right up to there.